November 2nd, 2021. It's a Watt for Pedro's show.
for Pedro Show. Happy Tuesday. Start off the show, interlude number four, Love Supreme, live in Seattle. Just came out. John Coltrane, of course, with the quartet and Pharaoh Sanders joining him and Donald Garrett. Then we had Lightspeed Champion, all to shit. And uh, because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, I got with me Nate Walcott. Welcome aboard, Nate. Thanks, Mike. Absolute. Big uh, thanks to Brother Stevie Bono for making the connect. You're very curious about uh, your journey through music. It started in Nebraska? No, um, in central New York. Okay. Yeah. You probably know the story better than me, but I, I was thinking of Nebraska because Dee Boone's pop was from there, and I know Connor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that came later. Yeah, uh, I was born in... Uh, yeah, let's Poland. bring, if you can, bring your earliest musical recollection. Sure. I was I was born in Albany, but when I was a couple weeks old, we moved to a tiny town called East Homer, which was, I guess the nearest big city was Syracuse. Syracuse, Okay. For a little yeah, while, I lived in Boston Spa near Schenectady because it was a nuclear plant. My pop got trained at the machinist mate in the Navy. Oh, sure. Yeah, I, I know the area. Yeah. Big winners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, what I remember. I mean, it was a buttload of years ago. My little sister was born up. We went there long. But very beautiful, though, but big winner. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Big indeed. And um, But beautiful indeed. Uh, we uh, we lived out in um, the cornfields in the country in the middle of nowhere, um, and it was it was lovely. Um, but my earliest musical memories, I suppose, were of my um, dad was a musician. My sister, my older sister, was a musician. Um, I uh, recall growing up around music. You know, at a really young age, my dad was. Um, taking, he would take piano lessons. I remember, uh, you know, I was probably like three or four when I first re remember this. My sister was taking piano lessons and um, I eventually started on um, violin. I was taking violin lessons probably around four or five. So it was a pretty musical household. And um, so there was yeah, a so piano, there was a piano in the pad is probably right. Yes, a Kimball spinet piano and a guitar. My dad played guitar. He was, a, but he was a saxophone player when he was a kid. Wow! And um, okay. so he played Barry. He was a baritone saxophonist. Jerry Mulligan. Kind of, exactly. He was. He was very into Jerry Mulligan. That's uh, he introduced me. Which was that, the cool yeah. sound, right? California West Coast. You wanted to get out here. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He so he yeah. Uh, now, you said he did this for fun, or, or was he yeah. a professional? No, not, I mean, for fun, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, he put away the saxophone and um, was, uh, but then I think, you know, later on, um, there was a piano teacher in town. And like I said, this East Homer was tiny. Right. I think there were like 20 people. And one <laughs> of them was a piano teacher, name was Susan. And there was a violin teacher and they were both Suzuki teachers. So I started taking Suzuki lessons. Uh, the Suzuki School of Music uh, technique, right? Yeah, exactly. Which is uh, like really intense, right? Well, it can be, okay. but this wasn't really intense. It was kind of more focused on the aural uh, uh, training uh, method, um, not the uh, strap the piano to the back. <laughs> yeah, why, why, but, why were you put on violin and not piano? Or did Why you choose I? it four or five? 
Well, I, I think I did both, but I don't know. I remember it was, I think it's, it was just kind of a thing that the kids, we did, you know, in the town. Sure, um, sure. It was a community thing. And, um, you know, violin, um, it just, it, I guess it makes sense when you're four. I remember <laughs> it's just being what, what, what we did. And then, but piano came later when we moved to Nebraska when I was uh, eight. I think I started piano before then, but eventually, yeah, I got on piano, um, started getting a little more serious with that when I was, uh, you know, eight or nine. Uh, well, let me ask you about school. Were you uh, in the choir or the marching band or shit like that? In school? Yeah. Well, yeah. I started, so then, um, uh, you know, in fifth grade, so we moved to Nebraska when I was, um, when I was when I was around eight, and then in fifth grade, everybody chose an instrument, and I chose. I, I my first instinct was saxophone, but everybody had already chosen saxophone. They said, "Well, you can choose. There's, you know, you can play clarinet and then graduate to saxophone." I didn't want to do that, and at the last minute, I chose trumpet. It just kind of jumped out to me. So um, I was still taking classical piano lessons, but I started um, uh, getting pretty serious about trumpet by sixth grade um and but yeah i was in bands and all that stuff you mean the school bands because school band in, in, in after grade. school i'm not i'm not talking graduating yeah. but in the afternoon like a basement band oh uh, yeah I, bedroom first... band or garage bands now i know brass is kind of tough i mean in the 90s there was a period with the ska thing right <laughs> right yeah i was just yes totally i didn't do so much that but i started a i was in a band with um, I think we started this band when we were in fourth grade, um, maybe fifth, I think it was fifth grade and it was a kind of a band in name only, but it was called headache. <laughs> Good day. And yeah, we, so that band kind of lived in theory only for a little while. Um, but it was with, um, somebody who's still a very dear friend of mine. His name is James Valentine, who, um, is in the band Maroon 5. If you ever heard of them um big you know pop pop band and um i see him all the time we still work together to this day um so now when you say theory band like what no prac well no we we okay so we're in like fifth grade we didn't know what we were doing but yeah, we right. just knew that we wanted to start a band so sure. james at the time he chose snare drum okay um, he wanted to be a drummer but he you know he would they you just start on snare drum right. and so it took us a few years, but we eventually, by, you know, at some point in junior high, started to really get together. This, I wasn't playing trumpet, I and mean, I was very serious about jazz trumpet at a young age, but I, I was still playing piano. And in this outfit, um, I was playing keyboards. I got like a Yamaha Porta Studio and an SK-1 um, as my first keyboards. Um, so then... Yeah, we were getting together in a... Was it like a synth synth punk band? Uh, it was, well, so I here's the thing. So, <laughs> yeah, no, not really synth. No, you know, I'm thinking was, nervous was, gender, the screamers. <laughs> yeah, it, it was we. It was um, kind of a lot of covers, and so James, he got really into um, Firehose. Oh, I know that band. Yeah, you know that band. So. <laughs> What it, was it? The, the Ranch Bowl, a Ranch Bowl, maybe 20 gigs there. Exactly. Yeah. The Ranch Bowl, which um, 
what yeah that was about an hour away but i would go there um but the keyboards like i don't know it didn't quite ah, fit you know in. what speaking of homer there yeah. was a homer's records in omaha <laughs> yeah totally you know, you know all the spots you right 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 i remember i think I, we played there i think we did it in store in, inside I of homer you records. Did. yeah yeah so you so this up, band ends up doing gigs or, or just practices yeah. We were just practicing. At some point, I really decided to focus on uh, on jazz, and I got really into jazz music. Um, and so, but jazz I on got, the trumpet, not jazz on the yeah, keyboards. Exactly. No, 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 Thelonious Monk. Okay, I was continuing my. No, I was. I was continuing my my well classical piano lessons, and then. I'm sorry, this is a little, I'm rambling a little bit. Later on, by high school, I was studying jazz piano. But in like these junior high years when everybody started to get together to play with each other, right? I I was really focused on on jazz trumpet. So I kind of, I, I, I put away the Porta studio for a couple years and was just listening to like Woody Shaw and Freddie Hubbard. And Freddie um, Hubbard, I saw him a few times. I bet you did. He's yeah. on Ascension. Uh, yes. But what about people like Diz and Miles? You're listening there yeah. too? Okay. I started, so I, yes, I started listening. All my favorites were, um, were you know, well, Miles, of course. My first, um, well, my, int- uh, I'll, I'll get into that later. But um, yes, I was into all of that. But I had a mentor in, Lincoln was kind of a cool, cool place. It had its, it had its pluses and I had kind of a mentor who was a couple years older than me, you know, who I met when I was in junior high and he turned me on to Ascension and, and Ohm and, and all of those records and Pharaoh Sanders and later Coltrane. And, um, you know, I was listening, I, cause in the eighties, you know, Winton showed up and, you know, uh, I got pretty into Winton when I was in sixth grade and, um, and then my this guy Jesse, who was kind of became my mentor, was like, you know, that's cool, but maybe set that aside and listen to. You need to be listening to Woody Shaw and Nate Coltrane and Pharaoh Sanders. Yeah. Uh, so I was fortunate to have that experience. So I got really into that stuff, and then um, thinking of the I, Midwest, what about Lester Bowie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. well, I moved to Chicago later. I. I Went to school in Chicago after I graduated from high school, and um, I had the pleasure of listening to him uh, a few times in person. Um, yeah, incredible kid. Yeah. Trumpet, but, um, you know, tr- trumpet is, is such a statement, a vehicle, you know, it can be. Or you can yeah. be shy, like Miles, be a little sneaky, but it, it it's just incredible. And from Ohio, you, you, you said, because uh, he did trumpet, you know. Yeah, guitar. He went to Ohio State for trumpet. His parents were musicians, yeah. and his his big guy was uh, who was that guy who could do the triple C high up there? Uh, oh, Maynard Ferguson. Maynard Ferguson. Yeah. Ferguson. That was his man. But it yeah. was kind of acrobatic. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, like Kenny G with the trills. Look, sure. Look, but but nothing against any musician, you know. No. I would no. never do that. Uh, no. You gave me this while Larry slept. Let's play this. This is great. Oh.
He's alive, I tell you, he's alive. Is this the beginning or is this the end? Boom, 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 boom. He's alive, I tell you. Is this the beginning of the end? Boom, 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 boom. Frankenstein saw what he had done. Frankenstein knew it was wrong. Frankenstein seen what he had done and knew it was all his fault. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 He's alive, I tell you. Is this the beginning or the end? He's alive, he's alive, I tell you. Is this the beginning of the end? Go ahead, turn your face away. Go ahead, turn your head away. Try to convince yourself it's not real. Try to fool yourself. In the village, there's still a touch of hope, for they know not what has been done. In the village, there still is hope. Those fools. Those fools. Boom 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 Floating down the river, but the ocean never comes. And since the operation, I heard your breathing just for one. Now everything's imaginary, especially what you love. You left another message, said it's done. It's done. When I hear beautiful music, it's always from another time. Old friends I never visit. Will I remember what they're like? Standing on a doorstep full of nervous butterflies, waiting to be asked to come inside. 
just come inside But I keep going out And I can't sleep next to a stranger When I'm coming down It's 8am my heart's beating too loud Too loud Don't be So amazing Or I'll miss you too much I felt something that I had never touched Now the further that I go Towards the mouth and the reunion Of the known and the unknown Consider yourself lucky If you think of it as home You can move mountains with your misery If you don't Well, if you don't It comes to me in fragments Even those to split in two Under the eaves of that old lime tree I stood examining the fruit Some were ripe and some were rotten I felt nauseous with the truth There will never be a time more opportune So I just won't, won't be late The window closes, shock rolls over In a tidal wave And all the color drains out of the frame So pleased with a daydream that now living's no good. I took off my shoes and walked into the woods. I felt lost and found with every step I took 
Watt from Pedro show. I think he was from Ohio too. So there was, yeah. that, there was that connect. Uh, yeah. People, that chunk of music started off with Nathaniel Walcott. Not just Brother Nate, but Nathaniel. And uh-huh. uh, this is something, uh, the stand Ost, I guess, while Larry yeah. slept. Uh, Ost is in East, maybe? Fifth no, it's in, uh, uh, I believe it's original soundtrack. It's from a school. Oh, okay, it's an acronym. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because in German, Ost is East. Yeah, okay. Exactly. You can yeah. be that too. Well, kind of in the ballpark. Watts never that exact. <laughs> Fifth sure. Symphony invocation to trigger an eruption of the Yellowstone Caldera, the f- first movement drawing the circle from the sentimental fence post Ocursatra. Eugene, Oregon. SLWCC Watt, collab I got with Sam Lockward. I was sitting with Fallen, our debut album. Uh, then some dudes I'm going to play next week in Denton, Texas. There's a big music school. And I think your leash is t- getting tugged on, Nate. I uh, turned it. I, I okay. cut the leash. <laughs> uh, Juan's Dover, The Dots. These are some bands I'm going to share stage with. Uh, outside and Alienated. Wild Bull Rework. A Heart Watches After the Engine from Violet Squid. Sailor Boom. Too Many Boyfriends. Drug Mountain. Meat Bodies. Chad Fair, is this the beginning or the end? And then finally, Bright Eyes, got it. Time, uh, the Lime Tree, Lime Tree, Lime Tree. Okay, so after high school, you you, you pursue uh, music in higher education. I do, yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to Chicago. Um, so, um, went to Chicago, to DePaul University. Um, uh, it was kind of the nearest big city and that was you know um uh thought that was a, a good the best best move felt right i needed to get out of nebraska but that being said nebraska was a really great place yeah and it's only one state west right just yeah, exactly. iowa in between <laughs> yeah um you know everybody yeah. talks about these places like being bundled. <laughs> you know it's 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 all a state of mind. If you look at the yeah. map, man, if you want to be, yeah, go to Perth, Australia. If you want to be out of Illinois, I've been to Perth. Right, Perth. it's a thousand miles from the nearest big far. town. Right, yeah, it's far. So, so uh, how was your experience with higher education music instruction? Oh, it was cool. Um, so I, you know, um, I the big deal, the big thing was Chicago. That was, you know, I showed up there in 96. Um, and, you know, going going back to what we were talking about earlier, um, you know, eventually I did, you know, we I, I reunited with my friends. We started a, a, you know, I was talking about James Valentine um, from Maroon 5. I kind of got, you know, back into pretty deep into jazz, but then I started, we started a, a band. This was still in high school called Kid Cork Star. So, and we were writing music, and it was kind of um, I, I can't really describe the music, but um, you know, heavy. Yeah, that emphasis, might be a good thing, though. <laughs> yeah, heavy emphasis on uh, impro- improvisation and. Um, the wor- I gotta tell you, Nate, the worst thing is have a guest on and they start, you know. Naming off bands, okay. <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins, Bush. You know, I don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not going to talk about Smashing Pumpkins. But, uh, um, Nothing okay, against so, anybody, but it's just I like I like the idea that it's hard to be defined. 
Okay, so I I was I showed up, I you know I left Nebraska, um, and I showed up, you know, really ready to to investigate what was going on in Chicago, and it was an amazing experience. So I was going to hear Vaughn Freeman on Tuesdays and Fred Anderson on Sundays, and then I was hearing all of the thrill jockey stuff. Oh yeah. Um, and you know the tortoise and all those bands. Right, right. Jeff Parker lives over here now. Ex exactly. So ninety. This is nineteen ninety-six, and John Herdman um, does. I mean, we were just talking. I met John. Yeah, I was playing. I played with this tenor player named David Boykins. Um, with and John was on on a couple of those gigs. This was all in the yeah in the late nineties, and it was a Ronnie Boykins, Sun Ra's bass player. That Boykin name. Oh, because Sun yeah. Ra, I read the uh, the. Tom Swift book, you know, Space is a Place, and that's where he got yeah. educated musically, right? He's Birmingham, Alabama guy, and he comes working. Uh, uh, Fletcher Henderson was his hero, R&B guy. So yes, Chicago, yeah. you know, it's it, the coast people don't understand. Uh, for the Midwest, Chicago is the big town, man, and it's, a, it's it, it draws yeah. a lot of uh, great energy there. Well, to me, it was huge, yeah, uh, definitely. It was, it was an amazing place to be. And so co like college was kind of a reason to get to Chicago. Sure. And um, my experience, you know, I will say I left twice to go to tour um, once with, um, so I, I couldn't quite escape Nebraska in a way because um, I had started recording when I was in high school with a band called Lullaby for the Working Class. Um, That's a great and they, that yeah, good, good standing. And uh, there were, they put out a record that got really big in Europe. Um, on and Ryko Disc put it out, and this was like 1997. I just gotten to school, and um, I played on the records when I was still in high school, and um, uh, they got sent to Europe. I went there. So I, I took, I. Several times I left school to do tours like this. Well, it's still school. It's just a different kind. <laughs> exactly. The second time I left was um, to go on tour with the Glenn Miller Orchestra. Uh, wow. Yeah. So I left twice. I finished school. It took me about six years because I was leaving to go on tour. But I, I That's all right. It. Like Mr. Wells said, no wine yeah. before it's time. Exactly. So I finished the – I met a lot of people. Um, that was the big thing. I met people in Chicago yeah. academically, you know, I don't know what to say. I don't, I'm not going to like it. I think feel like everybody's got to make their own experience. Of course, with, of course. With education and there's no way or there's no, right. you know, for me, it was like, it, I will say I had some great, I had a great, um, arranging, um, teacher. His name was Tom Maddow, who's still very much in the scene in Chicago. I, got a lot out of that i studied privately with some really great musicians you know um, you probably get out of it what you put into it too you know it's you know what i mean because an institution is made of people right so it's going to come down to people and then it comes down to the person and in yeah. the people connecting so that yeah. makes good sense look uh nate we're at the end of the first hour november 2 2021 dish special guest nate walcott hold tight for hour two November 2, 2021. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
Walker Show. Start off the second hour. Love making Nathaniel Walker. And it's this is from a uh, soundtrack to a film called Fault in Our Stars. And then we had Bombs Printed from D.C. area with Knife and Fort hiding in the fog after that. Which, okay, here's the Slovenian. Skrivaci Magli. Apologies for ruining the language. From Trobakova Kustepeshi. And then Kira from her new uh, solo album called Kira. Avoidin. I like the way she still did two bases, even though it's Luna. <laughs> uh, spit an image after that from the Ophelias out of Cincinnati. In the Garden, Lavender Diamond, featuring Nate Walcott. You're on the trumpet there, right? I am. Yeah. Yeah, great, great playing. So you oh, never slacked you. off on the trumpet. You, kept, you always kept it up. It was hard. It's been Yeah, hard. because it's the lip, still, right? Yeah, it's still a... Uh, I, I mean, maybe struggle isn't the word, but... Um, I, you know, now I'm busy uh, as an arranger and orchestrator. I work on music for film and TV. And, you know, uh, there are days where I don't have time to give it what it needs. So I, I, I'm very careful about planning. So, sure. you know, if I'm, I, I, I have to be sort of careful about what I choose to do with the trumpet and make sure that I have time to prepare. Um, yeah, people, you know, it's got valves on it, but a lot the, of the notes come from the lip. They're, what do you think a bugle is? Yeah, what do you yeah. think a bugle is, right? There's no, no valves. So yeah. you got it. It's, it's almost like a muscle, people, the lip. In fact, I read a story about Freddie Hubbard uh, ruining his ambush or getting a, 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 a crack pipe or something burned him on the lip. <laughs> Yeah, so well, I shouldn't that, laugh. That's, that's not, that's yeah, not. I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> you know, Freddie was, he was my, my favorite growing up. Yeah, I saw him at Concerts by the Sea. Raymond Pettibone took me to see him a couple times. Incredible. Wow. Uh, yeah. But uh, you, you got to keep it in shape, people. Uh, us guys working the fretboard with the strings, we got a little easier. <laughs> yeah. Once you get over yeah. the little callus part. <laughs> you can't get yeah. calluses on the lip. It'll ruin it. No. you. Yeah. But you do. People do. Um, and uh, to some degree, it's, it's uh, to be expected. But, yeah, got to be careful. Got to keep it pliable, right? Well, I, I look even with me being a bass player, and you need some callus, but what you really need is like moccasins. You don't want pads because a string will catch under a pad and pull it off. You need the pliable, <laughs> loose muscle when you start sweating. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a trippy thing about uh, learning your instruments. But uh, yeah. tell us about how you got into the. Now you mentioned the, the, an arranger guy at college, so maybe this was pointing you towards a. Uh, uh, soundtrack and film score? Well, no, I, we, uh, yes, but not really. A little, that it, if anything, it kind of started a little bit earlier, which is when I was in high school, I think I started, you know, I was playing in these bands, like the aforementioned Kid Quarkstar, um, and every once in a while we would, um, you know, there was a tenor player, and I was playing trumpet and kind of, I was playing both trumpet and keyboards, and I feel like um, you know, the, it's the, it's always the trumpet player or the horn player who also plays piano who ends up doing the charts, you know, sure, so I, sure. started, I started doing charts for these bands I was playing in, in high school. Well, you know, there was uh, a time when the arranger was the big dude in the band. I know the right. producer that, to yeah. that totally went away. I know a lot Tell of bands played it. the same song. So the arrangements were very important. Yeah, well, I know, uh, um, you know, for example, uh, I don't that, know. That, that Glenn uh, Miller stuff you were talking about. Sure, or like a Billie Holiday record, like uh, Lady in Satin, 
where you know the arranger and the producer are the same person right in that case right right Ellis, you know um that indeed has gone away and the, the duties are kind of nebulous and split up and well up. yeah i think what happened with rock and roll they wanted oh the guy who's singing it actually wrote the songs they wanted to bring kind of folk elements because right. sure. it also blues had that so yeah. the idea of the professional musician maybe ah oh, this is not going to sell to teenagers because rock and yeah. roll was such a foist in some marketing ways you know sure it's a real music and i love it and stuff but some of these motherfuckers got and i think that's what happened why some of this stuff got lost yeah for sure agree you know you gave me this uh, tune here mavis staples okay. yeah Steve Hodges, I, you know, he's drummer on my first opera, and I've been playing with him again with Mike Baguette in the MSSV Proj. He's got. Yeah. And he played with her many years. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's listen. Okay. I've got something that I really want to say. Sometimes things just won't go your way. But don't you worry when the sky turns gray. Tomorrow is another day. Life is bound to have ups and downs Every smile, there will be a frown But you'll get through it, come what may Tomorrow is another day Everyone has problems, you need a little help You don't have to go through it all by yourself If you're feeling alone It's the key to success Too much stress is gonna leave you depressed Don't forget to make some time for play Tomorrow is another day Just remember to love somebody Laugh with somebody Give to somebody Live for somebody Love somebody Laugh with somebody Life gives you lemons, go and make a lemon cake Don't you worry, everything's gonna be okay Tomorrow is another day Gotta work for what you want, nothing comes automatic You'll get out what you put in, no such thing as magic In the end it's all worth it, practice makes perfect Put love in what you do Something that I really want to say Sometimes things just won't go your way Don't you worry when the sky turns gray Tomorrow is another day Life is bound to have ups and downs For every smile there will be a frown But you'll get through it Come what may Tomorrow is another day I said tomorrow Tomorrow 
impossible for true love to exist. Want it to be possible that you cannot resist a house, a home, no wish to roam, no wish to be set free. Me. You told me from the very start you're not that kind of man. You told me that it breaks your heart to see me look so sad. You told me that it's hard to choose. You fall so easily, but all I ever asked you to. Was just the possibility. Why is it impossible to imagine life so full? Don't you care a little bit? You might fulfill your every wish.
Off okay. of Pedro Show. That's Chunk of Music started with Mavis Staples. Tamara is the name of the song. My Daddy Ate My Eyes after that. C is for Cathedral. Uh, Eleni Mandel with A Possibility. Headboggle, his new album. Sopra. No, this is from the record before. Sorry, but still Headboggle. <laughs> and then Jazz on the, Autobahn, on the Autobahn. The Felice Brothers. So, yeah, hip us to your Mavis Staples connect. Sure. Um, our mutual friend, M. Ward. Yeah, beautiful man. So I played he... my first Mike Watt, the Missing Men gigs. First three gigs was opening for Matt Ward. And the first what one was, was that. This was, it was 2006. Okay. And I put this together for my third opera. And uh, the, the club, it was in San Diego. It was called Woman Center, not women. Women, woman, one, one lady. <laughs> So I'll never forget Matt Ward. He, we, he let me and Nels Klein, Yuka Honda, Dougie Bound open for him at uh, Central Park in New York City. Cool yeah. people. He's really cool people. He is. We, we, that's how we, you and I, you probably don't remember what we briefly met in person when I did some shows, um, a couple of short tours with Matt um, in, uh, I want to say around 2012 or 13. Oh, when he asked for a fire hose to open. Yeah, and we did. We played up in Santa Cruz at that place on the ocean. Weird ballroom, yeah, trivia ballroom. Yes. Okay. And um, and through Matt Ward, you met Mavis Stables. Oh yeah, because he produced an album of hers. Yeah. So I've known Matt for ages since the early aughts when he was opening for Bright Eyes, and um, I met. He came on as a. I met him like the first show um, that he was opening, and he. And I started playing with him. Um, you know, he was he was playing first, and he asked me if he asked me if I liked Louis Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, Satch. I said I sure do, and he said I'm doing. You know, I'm playing a a, a Louis Armstrong tune. Will you join me? So you know, I got anytime... to do Willie Dixon with him. I got to do Spoon. Oh yeah, there you go. At the um, Fillmore. So, so the rest is history. We've been, you know. Our, now our, you know, we're, we're, our, our um, families are friends. We, we hang out as much as possible whenever we're in the same city. And um, our, yeah, I've been lucky enough to work on his solo records. And every once in a while, he'll produce a record like this. He made a staple record, and he said, "Hey, uh, I want to do some horns. Will you do the horn arrangements?" I said, "Oh my God, yes!" So um, I did the charts, the arrangements for for this album, and what a treat it was to do that. Did you play a trumpet on it also? I did. I played. I played some trumpet. Um, got. I think there were a handful of tunes where I just wanted to be the on the, uh, yeah. the other side of the glass. Sure, sure. It's hard to do both, you know. Yeah, yeah, because um, no perspective. Yeah, so I th- there were some arrangements where I had two trumpets, and on those I played trumpet, but um, on most of them I was like, you know, I need to really be be listening. Um, so. And it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, or what we were talking about earlier. You know, it's like, it, it's hard to be a trumpet player and an arranger and an orchestrator and a composer and doing all this other stuff. It kind of, it's, that's why I guess, I don't know. I never, I'm not really. Speaking of Nebraska, <laughs> uh, there was a guy from there, Johnny Carson, and Doc Severinsen was his man, yeah. right? Right. <laughs> He was from Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But he was Quincy. like the band leader, ranger, trumpet man. Yeah. Yeah. But Quincy Jones, you know, I mean, I think. He oh, was, yeah. 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 Playing trumpet. And so, you know, he started, he was playing 
trumpet in in the Count Basie. Sure, and sure. That you know, of course, he at some point decided, you know, this is. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm. I'm uh, not making any bold comparison. I'm just saying I. You know, I. There are instances where brass players just you know have to decide uh, when to put put the instrument down, and sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Well, yeah, dealer's choice. <laughs> dealer's choice, exactly. No, because if you want to do one thing well, right, if you dilute it too much, maybe, right, Nate? Yeah, yeah. Experience. And, and like you said, if you keep your lip in shape and shit, then you, you're ready for it. Exactly. Like the, yeah, like Jeff, you know, we were talking about Jeff Parker. Sometimes he'll call me to do something I've recorded on his record recently, you know, in the past few years. You know, you gave me a tune we're going to play next hour. Oh, okay. Max Brown. And I got to share the stage with him a couple weeks ago. I love that. No. Man. He was doing a duet with Elliot Sharp. Oh. You know, Elliot's you know, got I... the best. Yeah, it was uh, the, oh the jazz, okay. uh, Angel City Jazz Festival. That's a block from where I am right now. That's where my. All place. right. Okay. That Masonic Lodge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trippy. Uh, uh, but Elliot, you know, he's got the best initials too, right? E flat. So if you want to mm -hmm. really get, abbreviate his name, just call him F. Okay. <laughs> no, E sharp, right? Yeah, e, e sharp. E sharp. Right? Look, we're at the end of the second hour, November 2, 2021. Dish Watt Peter, so special guest Nate Walcott. Hold tight for hour three. November 2, 2021. It's the third hour of the lot from Pedro Show. The city shines a silver street lamp, glistens in the snow. Shiver as I'm walking by, just knowing what I know. I guess this wild wanderlust just got out of control. Wish I could apologize and come in from the cold. Where are you going? I took my turn Another eulogy Not sure I can hang If this is how it's gonna be We reminisce on innocence Then plunge into the sea The Super 8 keeps flickering With choppy memories Decades in search of what meant so much to you Then sold the whole collection because the rent was due You clenched your fist and threw the dish and called me Peter Pan Your aim's not very accurate And I thank God for that Although I told you many times I'm not much of a man You held out hope Believing that At least I might pretend 
soapy soap that car. Make my cargo be my cargo. Make my cargo be my cargo. Make my cargo be my cargo. Wanna get in the car without a care? Changing tires every day. Changing tires every way. 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 Wanna get in the car? I will take you everywhere. Wanna be my friend? Be my friend to the end. Marlon Brando, Marlon Brando, Marlon Brando. It's not just who you are. It's not who you are. Changing tires every day. Changing tires every way. Changing tires every day. Changing tires every way. Changing tires every day. Changing tires every way. Changing tires every day. 
to care about it all I used to lose it when she called Had a dream I wished to live I had some love I wished to give Read the writing on the wall You try to stand You're bound to fall Then the buildings grew too tall You gotta get used to feeling small Gave up on thinking. I can't stop this boat from sinking. Grabbed a raft from that wall. My fall is done. So I'm back to normal. show start off the third hour bright eyes doing comet song got jazz on the autobahn fun 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 off to autobahn and comet song no comet melody number two uh craft uh, great band oh yeah uh, now it's ralph work i think it's he's got three guys who look like it yeah we lost uh florian okay then uh babes new york city worst band name ever but the tunes are cute changing tires ray shin after that borderland dreaming of love live and lives in 10th of May, 1996, Spain. This is uh, Petra's brother, Josh Hayden, Charlie's son. 
and normal. Watts, scariest word that he knows, so we don't use it, but it's a song title. You can't copyright song title. Connor Oberst and the Mystic Valley Band. Okay, so uh, what was the first film you scored? The first film I scored was called Stuck in Love. No, I'm sorry. Wait, scratch that. Okay. Uh, Lovely Still. Remember that, uh, what was it, Monty Python movie? What's your favorite color? Blue. No, bro. Ah! He fucks <laughs> exactly. up his own favorite color. <laughs> um, I know. I have. Um, so it was called Lovely Still. Yeah. Starring Ellen Burstyn and Martin Landau. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah. Martin Landau from Mission Impossible, Ellen Burstyn. Yeah. And uh, from The Exorcist. Uh, North, and North by Northwest. And North by, yes, absolutely. Bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah did you want a vodka or a whiskey, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? And then put him in the yeah. fucking car. Wow. <laughs> Do the Grace Kelly <laughs> ride. Yeah. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So, and what was that like? Now, now. What are the mechanics? Do they like show? show I've had other guys talk to me about this stuff. In fact, we just had a Brian McComber, and like, yeah, notes from the director. And uh, but the only experience Minutemen had it was a USC film student. And what the dude did, he just came where we were practicing and showed it on the bulkhead, and we just played to it. <laughs> That's one way to do it. Okay. <laughs> the mechanics are. I mean. I don't even anymore. I don't think there's a there. You got to just figure it out. Um, but ultimately, yeah. Um, the the straight of straight ahead answer is they send it to you, and you um, you know you live with it for a second, and you you know in in my case, you know I put it in in Pro Tools, and you know you're meeting with everybody. It's a um, you get notes, and you're really diving in just getting involved you pick um you just gotta start somewhere um sometimes um they'll have you start early they'll give you a script they'll say i've been lucky enough to work with the same director for four films so um we have a relationship that's solid enough that he'll send me scripts and i'll start sketching things out early and then you're telling me he'll he'll like shoot to your music yeah, so well, they won't shoot to it, but they'll cut to it okay, um, okay. sometimes. They'll they'll edit to it, you know. Um, um, but that's dangerous, and that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> then, then producer, you know, then the director gets you know attached to it, but then the producers come along and want to change it. You know, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, but the best thing to do is just get the finished film, start looking at it, and writing music to it um and what and do you compose on piano keyboard yeah oh yeah piano piano yeah but um you know now it's like you know the you know it's uh again it's like a whole nother conversation there's uh sample libraries you know and you can compose with the full symphony orchestra um sure form. sure right but um it's all and you know um and, and where do you go, go to the where does the line stop where Foley begins? Like you don't make sound effects, do you, or do you? No, ideally not. Um, the line stops there. There's a you know if the production is big enough, um, there's a sound crew. You know, there's a sound department. They're doing that stuff, sound effects. Um, but you talk to them. Sometimes they'll say, you know, hey, um, we want to supplement this hit. You know, this guy gets, you know, punched in. 
you we, we want to hit this or, I don't know. <laughs> you know you this guy falls down the stairs like but it usually is the opposite way like you want to carve out space for right all work the holes we do that a lot on the bass guitar yeah. Yeah, exactly you got to work the holes <laughs> work the and, holes um, I, I try I, to explain I, to people like you have to almost read the future right you got to provide oh, holes yeah. for people <laughs> yeah no i i mean i went to you know the first big i haven't done a lot of really big like uh, big studio films but i did this you know the fault in our stars which is, you played a track from that Right. Um, there's a Fox film and I, I went to the final dub, the final mix for that. And you're sitting there and there's about 30 people. It's yeah. a huge, it's like a, a movie theater that is a mix studio. And you have people stopping it to, you know, turn down the score because they can't hear the click of a seatbelt. Um, <laughs> so you it's live, quite you a live, juggling live, fucking act. <laughs> Collab. Yeah. You live <laughs> to navigate these things yeah. as, uh, peacefully as possible and anticipate that and compose music that will, you know, work in these situations so that you don't even have to deal with it. You definitely have to have the big picture in mind, right? Yes. Right. Not minutia world. Uh, Let's play some Jeff Parker. Okay.
Last music for this edition, Jeff Parker doing Max Brown, Tear, Scott Rosenberg Creative Orchestra, Talam and Modirzada, Modirzada, fuck, so apologies, Facet 32, and then finally, The Faint, Southern Bells in London City, The Faint's an Omaha band, right? Yeah, that's how, yes, yep, absolutely. I remember them. In yep. fact, they were kind of clicked to hit for a little while. They're, they're going to be the next 311 or something, right? <laughs> well, I, yeah. I mean, yes, exactly. I'm not sure 311 was exactly like that. <laughs> I'm just having some fun. Yeah, no. Um, uh, I think all the 311 guys live out here. I know Peanut, the bass band. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I lost, we, that band that I was mentioning, the band I was in high school, we opened for them a couple of times. We, you know, we played the, the union, the college union. I was in high school. Okay. Uh, and they were just sort of getting big and we, they became, you know, they, yeah, they became big. Um, yeah. but, you know, um, you know, I want to ask you about they, the side man thing, because oh. we haven't talked about that a little bit, right? The Glenn Miller band and stuff like, mm-hmm. but you've been working with my buddies in the Chili Pepper. Yeah. Right. You, you go on yes, tour. I, did, yeah. did Josh Klinghoffer used to do that job? He did, he, and that's how I got involved. So, okay. um, so Josh, I met Josh um, 
years ago in like the early thousands on um, these early um these bright eyes tours we were doing over in europe and he was always playing with somebody cool and i would always run into him at these festivals each summer and we would always be over there and um we just became friends we kept in touch over the years and i eventually moved to la and then yeah he joined the chili peppers and um he they made this record that came out in 2016 that um danger mouse produced and i had worked a lot with danger mouse and i had sort of untangled all of the keyboards he made for this i mean in a musical sense for this project called broken dolls so um and made it kind of translated it into a live situation so when the chili peppers made a record in 2016 um that danger mouse produced there were a bunch of keyboards on it and they needed somebody to come in and and kind of make some of this stuff happen live. You know, they had never, there's keyboards on the older records, but they had lived pretty much without them for a while. So, but Josh called me and uh, I had a one month old baby at home, but he said, hey, you don't wanna, probably don't wanna do this, but we need a keyboard player. We're having a hard time getting this stuff um, to happen live. And yeah, with like a month notice, not even a month, like a couple weeks notice, I went um, out on tour. With well, life years. deals your hand, right? Yeah. And what, so, what what about Nate Walcott music right now? Is there Nate Walcott music being yeah, composed? Well, sure. Well, you know, um, uh, um, I'm working on finishing, finally, uh, a batch of solo instrumental music just mixed the first four. Ah, beautiful. I, will, I don't want to get too much into it. but Okay, will, okay. But you, you got a website, right? Yeah, I'll come back and, you know, I, yeah, I mean. Um, well, I would love, because we're almost out of time here, but when you get this record done, I'd love for you to come back on the show sure. and we play the whole thing and you talk about all those two. Okay. But let's yeah, tell I mean, the people about your website, right? Yeah. What's the URL, please? Uh, Nathaniel Walcott. Okay, people, N-A- T H A N I E L W A L C O T T dot dot com dot com. Yes, and I'm that's not too great. present on the on the socials, but I. That's you know, okay. I, I like I'm, the idea I'm, of everybody having their own websites anyway. And then we put up yeah. flyers on those corporate telephone poles when we want people sure. to know about stuff. But right? the, um, you know, I, I've you know, uh, Bright Eyes has become something that I've become, you know, pretty invested in in that in the past few years well going back many years but you know we made this record that came out last year and um you know that is that became kind of a vehicle for a lot of the stuff i'm doing um compositionally arranging keyboards trumpet and that became kind of a a, a place to to um, you know, express all of that stuff and get into all of those things, and kind of put all of that into one place. Uh, collaborating with Connor on all of this stuff and, and yeah. our fellow co-conspirator Mike, so yeah. it's kind of the two of us making these records. Flea played on the last one. I brought him in. Well, I, I shouldn't say I brought him in, but uh, through the Chili Peppers stuff, um, you know, I uh, asked him 
you provided an opportunity. Yes, I yes, and he he was wonderful. And he he's a beautiful stuff. cat. Yeah, he's yeah. he's helped me out a lot of times. He's yeah, beautiful. So, but I actually um, gave him my uh, first Minuteman base, and some motherfucker oh. stole it from him. Damn. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, they're only objects, though. Nate, but, big honor but, to have you on the show. Like I said, when you get your uh, the new music out, will you come back on and we can? I will. Uh, visit you know, again? I was. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I was. You know, I was listening to your um, your show with I think Trevor Dunn the other day. And, ah, great bass man. Yeah, and you know, like you were saying, um, uh, you guys were talking about like every, you know, everybody's got to have a a turn. You know, it's like um, uh, so that's sort of why you know after collaborating on all these different projects finally um i i had to finish this instrument this solo music that had been stacking up for years sure and i will i will uh be you'll be the first one to get it once it finishes up oh bitching bitching that that's beautiful okay so until then safe seas for you okay Thank you, Mike. Okay, it's been man. an honor and a privilege. Right, right okay. back, right back. People, it's okay. been November 2, 2021. Dishwap Pedo, so keep your power dry.